Okay, so unless I screwed things up royally, we are now on the interwebs. Before we started recording, how are we talking to each other? Uh, psychic emanations. Bad. We just keep casting sending over and over again. <clears throat> Have do not unplug my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative versus Pev. Pev doesn't want you to watch a movie either. Uh, a movie called A Dungeons & Dragons Game. Hello, and welcome to Critical Knowledge, a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons game. Uh, you my name is Crash. I don't think I can, unfortunately. Um, my name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening. Tonight, I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, April, Matt, Millie, and Eric. And what happened last time? So, 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 there apparently is an important person coming to town, and um, Bright Light, Nightlight told us to... Uh, clap on, clap off, told us to take care of it and, like, be, like, good because he wanted to come to the show and, like, we need to make sure everything was okay because, I don't know, for some weird reason, even though it seems to be a calling point of our theater, people don't like the fact that zombies show up. Apparently that's bad PR, but I don't know. I think it's great marketing. Regardless, we were told to make sure that, like, he's at least a level of extra safe. And so we're like... I and then um, so we made a, an amazing box um, and I covered it in glitter and it's the best um, and he showed up and he loved it and he watched the show and during the show we had yet another attack and I was super cool like I did some really cool stuff like I was really cool so anyways I totally stole the show and also got a nat 20 while, um, while acting so like I super stole the show and uh, I didn't even move like a cow once. And so we ended it, we defeated the villain, and this this Sealand dude is really, really like gung-ho. He loved it. Oh my gosh. I bet he's my biggest fan. And that's, and now we're going to continue onward. I found a gif for gung-ho. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yes, all of those things happened, although there were several opinions mentioned. The facts that exist in that statement all occurred. Um, also, there was another attack of undead, particularly a zombie beholder vaporized your front door. So there's now a 15-foot, mostly circular hole in the wall. It just wall. means we get a cooler front door. Perhaps, but right now you have additional ventilation. I love the outdoors. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be harder to charge for admission when people can sit on your front lawn and watch the show from there. Uh, with that said, there was also um, a, an odd shadow-type creature that specifically went after Xanthus. Um, however, uh, much fun was had by all. You defeated both of them. The Beholder may or may not have been exploded. It was good. Yes, it was in the back of the the theater and therefore um, showered its remains upon those who were sitting in the back to talk on their cell phones. Um, they got what they deserved, I guess. And at the end of it, most of the audience was just in shock. Ceiling gave a standing ovation. He was thrilled. 
Uh, Bindle Brightlight, who you insisted on calling Nightlight, and now have switched to calling Clap On, Clap Off. I dread what permutations you're going to move on to from there. Like when you have a pet dog and like you name it George and you call it Georgie, Georgie, Georgie Poo, Poo Poo, Badoo, oh my gosh, stop it, demon child, and then it ends up just being called Demon. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about as I pet my cat who was named Socrates, but I only call Socket. Hey, baby boy. Hi, okay, pet I also call him Little Man, but never mind about that. I think uh, Pep have- thinks his name is Baby Boy right now. I have less pleasant names for my animals. <laughs> I do too, but we're on a podcast that we have agreed to keep school safe. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that said, uh, the audience is escorted out. It it's they're moving in the haze that one sees. Like, imagine, if you will, a congregation after a not so invigorating sermon on some chapter in Leviticus. So they're kind of just milling their way out. Like, okay, well, this is an experience that has ended now. Do they at least stop at the refreshments bar like all people do after church? Some of them do, but far fewer than usual. That's just rude. I mean, if you're going to have an open-door potluck, at least, like, enjoy and grab a... But it wasn't an open-door potluck. The only people who brought refreshments are the people trying to sell them. And there's no door right now. Yeah, because it's open. Because it's gone. It was turned into dust. Look, you're, you're dwelling on details right now. Just just saying. It's called open. It's called the, the, oh, God. Open is the one word in this case that is do accurate. We live, do we live in a barn? Yes. <laughs> That's right. We're barn folk. All right. Well, with, with that said, um, after everyone leaves, Bright Light and Seelan have stayed behind. Seelan uh, is uh, poking at some of the undead beholder remains with a toe. His own toe. I need to specify because somebody likes using undead remains as poking in- instruments. Just throwing that out there as a thing that has occurred in this game. I still um, think I can probably find a use for a toe. Yes, well, Seelan is currently using it. It is physically attached to him right now. What but if I it- ask him to share? You may certainly attempt this like to ask him um, about his interest in unused body parts. Well, my dear Spaxi, I am a necromancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you said that. But, like, do you know once I, I carried a skeleton arm around for a long time and used it as my testy tube to make sure everything was safe before I touched it? I, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that terminology. Uh, you made it myself. The undead arm or the vocabulary word? The vocabulary word. I mean, I guess ah, if you want to get particular, okay. I made the undead arm myself. I ripped it off the body. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you used it as a, a testy too. Was this the, the second iteration of, of this invention or? I mean, it was the second thing I used to poke stuff. Okay. <laughs> Is there a testy three in development? I think that's just one of us gnomes. That's yeah. And then Auntie, Auntie, Auntie Excella made me trade it for this thing, and I pull out the 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 testy dose. Which amuses me that it's also a testy too, but you just changed the language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's weird. It doesn't seem to be made of any corpses at all. No, it's not as much fun. 
But it made Auntie Excella not freak out all the time and start saying weird prayers. Well, I suppose that's a bonus. You do what you gotta do sometimes. Yes, well, not everyone can be as enlightened as some. So, What's your uh, favorite thing to use undead um, body parts for? Ooh, don't make me choose. Hmm... Well, I must say, there was the time when uh, there was uh, a horde of orcs that had a significant number of undead within their ranks, and I delighted in possessing the undead one after another. They killed the being that I was possessing quite readily, but they just weren't able to shut me up as I was monologuing because I just kept possessing more. It was very amusing. The DM will note that's where the DM got to use his favorite line that he has ever uttered in any of these campaigns. Uh, Bindle steps in and says, So I hate to interrupt. This is all fascinating and slightly disturbing conversation. But um, yeah, it happened again. What happened again? Bindle stares at you for about five seconds. And this then is slowly normal. extends her hand, gesturing <laughs> at the carnage of the back three rows of your audience and the giant circular hole in the wall where your door used to be. We never said this wouldn't happen. We just said that we would be prepared for it. Does this look like you were prepared for it? Nobody well, got eaten. Nobody got hurt. I think we were very prepared. Feeling safe. There's a significant number of the audience that will probably need therapy after this. Yeah, but you told us to keep stealing safe. Pretty sure this is, that was their third time coming to this show. Well, That's not true. this one specifically, but... They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> they knew what they were... Beholders like aren't even made of the circulus. They don't exist here. And someone found a dead one to animate. How is this even They're possible? really busy. I don't know. I kind of want to talk to them. To be honest, I kind of want to talk to them also. This is fascinating stuff. I would love to discuss some of the theories that they have in regards to reanimation because these are rather unorthodox procedures. Hmm. Seelan is talking right over you, but that's in category. That's in character for him. What were you saying? Someone went to a very concentrated effort to make sure that there were undead, an undead monster to come and, well, raid our place. Yes, as, the banshee I made mad at us. Well, perhaps. Or one of the other liches. That's true. We should. Uh, I have my ABC book still. The plural? Liches, plural. More than one lich. The ABC yeah. book. Well, we did get rid of uh, at least five different phylacteries for liches. So uh-huh. any one of them would have a legit reason for wanting to be mad at us. Well, fortunately, since you destroyed them, that means those liches are done for. Well, they have to die again. And destroy is kind of, well, let's just say that if the literary forms around its phylactery, it's not going to be in a happy place. Wait, so you didn't destroy them? No, we did not destroy them, but we did mm-hmm. put them someplace where, as I said, should the lich reform around it, it's not going to survive very long. We contained it. Also, so- we got the impression that if we destroyed them, some very bad things would happen. And not just Kevin us. So. Does this look like a good thing? Oh, no, we mean like they might blow up the moon. What, again? It just went away for a while. It didn't actually blow up. Uh, 
that's not the we're getting on a tangent. Uh, look, the bottom line is you can't really guarantee that undead attacks are safe. Someone's going to get hurt sooner or later. People have already gotten hurt. One of them involved a riot, and it's a significant show. portion <clears throat> isn't here anymore, and or covered in undead beholder bits. Why don't I go with Seelan to see if we can figure out how these undead are being made? Do and I can do some be. studying. That would be cool. Actually, makes yes. a lot of sense. I can also possibly figure out where they're coming from. Well, it's actually kind of obvious where this one came from. I don't have the expertise. That's what I'm hoping to learn. Where, where did it come from? Please don't say not here. Please don't say not here. Please don't. Say, well, not here, obviously. <laughs> No, no. If, if you take a look at the, the magical energies uh, that are surrounding what's left of the this, I don't want to call it a beholder anymore, to be honest. It's more of a, a goo. Uh, beholder? Well, it was. It's not beholding anything at this point. When it's not even a beauty. Uh, but it's from Faerun, which is kind of surprising. I thought we were locked away from Faerun and everywhere else oh, for that matter. Is that where the fairies come from? No, that's the Fey Wild. Come on, uh, Faerun again. This is player that? asking. Uh, so Faerun is um, the world that is at this point considered like the main canon world for Dungeons and Dragons. That's the world that has the Sword Coast, that has Waterdeep, that has uh, Drista Erden, the the Dark Elf Ranger that has become a stereotype for anyone who must, wants to make an elf character. In any game that has two swords. So we've managed to get like Neverwinter Nights uh, crossover. Well, there has been more than one crossover with this game and Faerun. It, canonically, um, every campaign setting that exists in D and D is canon for Circulus. Gotcha. Yes, in the very first campaign, there was a character who came to Circulus from Faerun. That was played by Chris. Uh, uh, however, uh, let's move forward. So, you're suggesting coming along with me? If that's all right with you. On a mission that I hadn't yet agreed to. Oh, I wasn't talking about the mission. I just wanted to study with an expert. Well... You're my uncle now. Wait, what? Zealand. <laughs> that's all it takes. This has happened before. To everybody. Yeah, that's how that's how we created a party. <laughs> I met my dad's by falling on them out of a tree a few weeks ago. So Seelin just sort of stares blankly at you and then says, This is, in all honesty, not the strangest thing to have happened to me this month. Actually I would say it's a far distant second. It's the first on Unky Seelin. Unky Seelin. We can leave the talking cat behind now if you'd like. We can leave the cat. Are you suggesting that the cat doesn't dance? Oh, no. The cat is a friend of mine. We can just leave. That might have been too removed with too many in-jokes in there. I'm not sure everyone followed that train of thought. <laughs> well, in any case, I would like to find out where these undead came from. That is kind of interesting, I think. And 
Does someone have a dot matrix printer? No? Hmm. I just wanted to tear those things off on the sides. They're fun. Um, for the record, the DM is not upset by that sound. The DM likes the sound, but never mind about that. I know what that sound actually is. It's not a dot matrix printer, but never mind. Um, <laughs> so, but I am intending to give that guest lecture tomorrow. Uh, you know I could use an assistant. Someone who is perhaps skilled at summoning strange beings from beyond. I can assist if you like. Wonderful. Uh, we will need to compare notes, if you don't mind staying up a bit later. Of course. Wonderful. Well, time's a-wasting. I think I'm going to uh, head back to my room. Uh, Bindle... Miss Brightlight, this has been a wonderful evening. Thank you for this opportunity. I've had ever so much fun. And I'm sure the therapy bills for the majority of the audience tonight won't be too extreme. Fairly certain. 85% certain. I'll be going now. And see them walks out the door. Well, the hole in the wall where the door used to be. Okay, why you're so hung up about, about that? It seems like a great design choice. Mm. Put some curtains out. Look, you got really lucky tonight because Seelan is uh, an unusual person for me to try to keep track of. But he here's here's the deal. Until you find a way to make sure this stuff doesn't happen anymore, uh, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to close the theater. Oh. Beholders have a disintegration ray. As you can see, what if it had used it on an orphan? Oh, I already have my, my next play planned. That's I okay. didn't catch most of that. Dad, you know we need to fix this ASAP. I already no. have the next play planned. I need this to work. You know what? That's okay. We will start our own. Okay, but start your own. You already started your own. And then the undead attacked. They're not even the Fire Nation. But what if it was? <laughs> Until you can assure us, the Ogbenite Enclave, that nightly undead attacks are not going to be a thing anymore. You can't put on any more shows. Well, we need to figure out exactly why we are getting attacked every time we put on a play. Yes, you should. Maybe start with the fact that you angered more than one lich. Ah, I don't think an angered was what we did. I think it was just a slight irritation. Uh-huh. Uh, does this look like a slight irritation to you? <laughs> I think it might be the Banshee that we captured. Oh, is that all? When we had that undead, undead spirit that can kill you by screaming. Is that all? Yeah, her name was Deborah. I sincerely don't think her name was Deborah. It was something like that. It was not <laughs> even close to Deborah. I forgot what it was. But I'm not bothering to look it up because let's face it, no one in the party would remember and Hero is just going to insist it's Deborah long enough that only the Banshee disagrees. I talked with the Banshee for a while to get information out and I think we really became friends. But then, you know, um, there was an undead invasion. Um, so um, the information wasn't so useful. Anyone with a passive perception above 15 notices an, an eye twitch from Bindle. You, I do think, I need to get you another chocolate chip muffin? I think I'm going to try to catch up with Seelin 
because the more I have a conversation here, the more upset I'm getting. And I've been told I need to watch my blood pressure. So... You have 15 lattes then. It was only three. Pay my rent. No, nah, there was like eight. <laughs> Help Why me, is it everyone keeps saying starving. a different number? And you said two different numbers. <sighs> wow, it was more than three. <laughs> I'm going now. Fix Bye. your theater. Fix the attacks. And then we can see about reopening it. I would like to have it reopened because you brought in a lot of money for the orphanage. And that's fantastic. I appreciate that. But let's try to have it be an, a non-corpse area. A corpse-free zone, if possible. I'm going now. And been yeah, walked off into the night. Imagining, um, I'm just imagining Paige trying to show up with the undead hands. And having to, like, sit there and, like, be patted down and, like, have the hands confiscated. But then Paige fights back because that's the whole reason she came was to the hands. Well, as Paige is being searched with the hands, they are crawling to the opposite side of whoever's searching. So they never actually see the hands. It's imagining, like, you know, Paige, like, having to fight for the hands to be able to come in. I honestly think that went well. Yeah. You hear a burp from your pet mimic. <laughs> Gee, so this I, time better than last time. Well, nobody died, and that was key. I think the only positive from here on out. And he looks at his hands, all confident because of that amazing damage he did. You mean when you got to go twice in the same turn? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and gave um, advantage to yourself twice again. Amazing. So yes, you look down at your hands, marveling at your ingenuity, at the power of your faith, as a follower of Tyr, god of battles. <laughs> as the evening breeze wafts in through the giant hole in your wall. Just the, the wind just and exudes my confident face. Which as carries smile the, in the air. smell of rotting zombie beholder guts. You know, I think maybe we should have agreed to the cleaning crew. There was no cleaning crew offered. When we first made a down payment. <laughs> you got the house for free. You got the same deal for this theater that I got for my first car. This is yours. We will not maintain it because it's yours. If it breaks down, you're not getting a new one because this one is yours. I know this is too sensitive. I can't do it. Ellie, how did you find a gif of my first car? Actually, that's not true. My car held together better than that. Too sensitive. That's one of the goes. I can't clean it. I can't do it. <laughs> There is a small, clean line of floor. There. And on one end of it is a baby mimic making the line longer. Well, at least he's getting well fed. I think we made a really good decision with Belle. The line is heading towards the giant hole in the wall. I think we should probably make a door. You mean build one? Yeah, I said make. Fair. Although usually when someone says make a door, they're talking about putting a <laughs> hole in an existing structure as opposed to filling in a hole in an yeah. existing structure. Semantics. Well, I don't think we're going to build one overnight. Put like a towel over it or something? None of you has a 15-foot wide towel. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagining a single towel. Put it directly where the sun goes through every morning. So actually, you, actually you made a children's theater. I'm sure you have a curtain the right size. That is true. I'm just imagining putting a single towel up right at the angle where the sun comes in every morning so it doesn't blind me. No, your rooms are fine. Your rooms are all separate from the main theater area. I don't sleep in a room. You do. It's you got a fake wherever. tree in it. 
I yeah. thought it was the one. And a litter box that no one has agreed to clean. <laughs> including you. Somehow thought that was on the stage somehow. Nah, it's in your room. Oh, okay, I'll go to my room. Yeah, because you were in your room and an Excella first came in. Yeah, I thought it was like on the stage, like right up, and that's what I was like, hey, yo, stop. No, April, April drew a map. Yeah, do you think Hero can read? Oh, it's pictures, so. Very few words are involved. It's oh, a that's a good picture. Line. <laughs> Matt, you have inspiration, by the way. You've made me laugh more than once tonight. <laughs> like, Xanthus doesn't have inspiration. Matt has inspiration. I don't know oh, how that's course. going to work. <laughs> I'll find a way. <laughs> I'm kind of upset about that cup on this latest GIF just falling over as the person drives away in most of a car. But never mind about that. So the suggestion has been made that you're not going to be able to fix this tonight, which I think implies that you're considering a long rest. Yeah. All Our right. play was at night, right? We don't do, we don't do matinees. Well, well, you can do matinees if you want to, but this particular performance was at night. Yeah. So we were told that no one to do anything else. Yeah, the, there will not be a matinee unless you solve the zombie problem. Well, they weren't all zombies. There was one zombie. It's mostly like spectral undead. Well, they can walk through walls, can't they? So I'm not sure how solving a zombie problem is going to fix the other problem with shadows. I think the main thing is stop the undead from attacking. Oh, that. <laughs> stop showing up, yes. not just fight them off. Yeah. Not no. just, well, we stopped this kind from attacking. That should be okay, right? Uh, I guess it would be safer for the citizens. It's less entertaining, but it's certainly safer. Yeah, well, if land wasn't free in, in this city, the property yeah. values would be going down. <laughs> As it is, that your neighbors have a few signs up saying that they're willing to pay people uh, to live in their homes. During show weekends. <laughs> it's like the worst Airbnb. Well, if no one has anything else they want to do this evening, um, no. you can press that long rest button. And then begin our journey or our investigation. With yep. Jared's confidence as much as he is, he's doing nothing, nothing right now. He, he's just high on life. That's right. That's right. Anthus agrees that this should probably be investigated, but he hasn't the first clue where to start. But he's hoping that our necromancers will at least give us some clues as to where we can begin looking. Okay. Well, in the morning, the necromancers haven't come back. They must be having fun without us. Fun? Well, I guess to them it might be fun. Mom. Yo. I said Mom. Oh, with the stuffy stuffy nose, it sounded like dad. I'm his mom. We lose April. Quiet. No, I'm here. I'm just I'm trying to find this video. Trying to figure out where we should go look for why these things are coming after us. I mean, I recognize that I can't help too much. I'm a ranger, a cat, and a child. And so I'm just going to kind of like, I don't know, try to put doors up or something. Give me a sleight of hand check to roll for hammer. <laughs> 14. Okay, well, the hole in the wall is not as large as it was before. You've mostly been using uh, salvaged um, props, so there's a few boards there. There's some splintered furniture. There's some not splintered furniture. Chair in the wall was a good touch. Yes. Um, is the chair... Right side up, or... Yeah, an... yeah, I have it so that way, like, when you're standing up against the wall, you have a chair. Okay, all right. Uh, and there's also some curtains hung, but um, they're different design curtains. They were whatever you could find backstage. It's a temporary I'm fix. I'm trying to pretend it's an avant-garde, like, artistic choice. Look, Fantasy Lowe's isn't open yet. It's too early in the morning. 
I love how quiet it is right now as if you're all thinking stuff or waiting for someone else to say something. Okay, so let's brainstorm this. What what do we think about or who do we who are we thinking about uh as far as uh might be causing the situation that we're having at this particular moment? The dead against us when we went with Auntie Excella. Yeah. I mean, they were had a perfectly good time. We show up and then they immediately kill everyone. I mean, I don't know. Seems pretty obvious to me. Okay. So are we what are we doing? What are we where are we going now? No, I'm a child. Well, we have I have some names written down. We have Carlina, which I think was that our banshee? And Palela Palelia Void Bonded. That was one of the liches. In particular that was the one that uh I had the uh phylactery for. And I have a name of Glomularo. I don't know what that was for. Is that in my ABC Lich book? Um, that's her yes. brother. Oh, right. That's her brother. So they seem to have it in for us, or at least they, they look to, they're, they're trying to at least close our theater. If for no other reason, then they don't patronize the arts. So I think I probably The worst talk- of the Lich's crimes. Yes, the worst of their crimes is that they don't patronize the arts. I probably talked the Banshee's ear off about our theater in order to get her to give in. And maybe the brother's mad at us. I mean, you did go over the true story of Christmas, which had about 26 different permutations. So I think we should go pay somebody a visit. But who? Banshee's brother. Is that available? Is that something we can accomplish? I mean, this is a D&D campaign where I let you build a children's theater and retire. <laughs> There's a lot you can do. The question I'm, is, I'm, how are you going to go about doing I'm, I'm it? I'm talking about the, the party. Are we able to, do we have any information on how we can talk to the brother? Uh, you That's do me. know that there are spells that can be used to contact beings you know. If none of you is able to cast such a spell, which I don't think this group has anyone who can cast such a spell, uh, you would just need to find a wizard powerful enough to cast it for you for a... Uh, a modest fee, or not so modest fee, depending. Infer. Time to pull our money and see what we can do. <laughs> All right, let's figure this out. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna start talking to the town folk and see if we can find a wizard of some sort that can do this for us. Oh, there are plenty of wizards, um, most of whom have taken up residence in the Ogmanite Enclave. Well, what do you know? Okay, let's go to the. Enclave and see exactly uh, who we can talk to. And this, I'm fighting with D&D Beyond right now, which is really annoying because it's not something that is a problem right now, but will be a problem when we get to Eric's favorite part of the game. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I love there all we go. I of dragons. I'm not saying there's going to be an encounter, but there might be an encounter. Okay, all better. So you go to the Ogmanite Enclave, and you go through the front door, and... Kevin has desk duty this morning, and he is currently unconscious. Kevin. Kevin. Does, is there a desk anywhere? Yes, his feet are up on the desk. He's leaning back in the chair that he's in. Um, I, tap, I tap the desk with my, uh, the, the desk with my mace. Okay. Give me a dexterity check. So you roll a 21. Were you attempting to tap lightly? You managed to tap incredibly lightly to the point where you have not disturbed a fly that was also sitting on the desk. Uh, Hero, would you mind waking Kevin up? Take to curl up in his lap. Give me a dexterity save at disadvantage. 
That was a disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> there it goes. A, a 23 rolled at disadvantage. Congratulations. You have somehow a seven foot tall tabaxi child curled up in someone's lap as they lean backwards on a chair while sleeping. Everyone here marvels at the level of balance taking place. The question is... Like very quietly kneading. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're evil. The question is, did we wake up Kevin? No, not with a rollover 20. (laughs) So my critical hit, or my critical... You you very lightly tapped the desk, not wanting to damage the desk in the process. It wasn't enough to wake up Kevin. Just swish my tail and apparently Kevin has grown up, at least one Kevin has grown up in a home with cats. So this is not an uncommon incident for him. Maybe the, like the amount of weight. Like my tail in the face. Okay, I'm going to make a roll for Kevin. This sounds like something that would be a save. Oh my gosh, he does not wake up from the tail swish. <laughs> I would like to slam my hammer or my mace on the desk. Okay, give me an attack roll. You could use your hand. No, no, the mace mm. is more effective. <laughs> the mace might be more effective. Give me that attack roll. It doesn't This is hit. what happens when you don't give Eric his combat. Had, mm. None of you has rolled below a 20. <laughs> 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 if Chris was here, he'd be complaining about wasting all the good rolls. <laughs> That's a 24 to hit. Congratulations. There is now a mace-shaped hole in the top of the desk. And also, Kevin has fallen backwards. Um, oh, the lap. You know what? With the roll you made earlier, I'm going to say, sure, you are still somehow in Kevin's lap. Even though for a period of time, you would have had to be at a 90 degree angle, but you have claws. So that is definitely a thing. Kevin has certainly taken damage. Uh, how much damage did he take? Not much. Is uh, he awake? Cantrip, not a cantrip, but a healing word would would heal him. Is, is he awake yet? I think it's safe to say that, yes, now he is awake and very wide-eyed. There's his healing word right there. <laughs> Well, three damage. Three points. Okay, but you haven't healed the damage to his ego. His his why, pride has taken a crit. Why are you sleeping on the job, Kevin? Um, long story. No, no, no. We don't even. We didn't need a story. We need help. Okay, just to clarify, you do know I'm not the same Kevin that's in the tower, right? No, no, I understand. Okay, you right. are a Kevin. I am a Kevin. That is correct. In this particular case, I am the Kevin. Who's, uh, who's, uh, whose brother are we supposed to um, Jeez. contact? Lamulero is his name. Pelalia is the... Is the sister yeah. that Pelalia, you killed. Yeah, Pelalia is the one we killed, I believe. Well, we hope we, we, hope we killed her. Uh, Glamulero is the brother. Well, we need to contact Gromulero. Do we have any majors that we can, uh, that you have here mm-hmm. that we can... Glomulero? Did I say it right? Yeah, Glomulero. Or How am I supposed to know? I don't know who that is. Well, he was... Wait, Palalia was in the ABC book. Did we find Glomulero? The what? The book? Look, I'm sorry. This is <laughs> weird for me. Usually, I'm the one that's not making any, any sense to anyone else. Right now, ABC there's book. a seven-foot-tall tabaxi child sitting on my lap. And could you stop kneading my shirt, Please. It, it's not that thick. You are actually needing skin. Um, and Okay, but here's my ABC book. This is probably the third most disturbing ABC book I've ever seen. What was the first? I try not to relive that moment. That Kevin didn't survive. 
We need to contact a lit a lich. Who can help us with this? Uh well, there's a significant number of wizards that uh, live here, most of whom well we can probably scratch them off the list because they don't seek out liches for contact purposes. It's kind of something um, that we our specialty, if you will. Well, the thing is is that they keep haunting our shows just because I made them bad ones. And, like, I'm tired, and we're told that we can't have any more shows until we have it so the undead stops showing up every time we do a play. But we need to take care of this situation as soon as possible. I have so many ideas for plays. So, you've probably never heard this before, but I think I followed all of that. Anyway, uh, well, we do have a few people here who can possibly help we have a guest speaker named Celan who's a necromancer have you have you heard of him he's part of the, the this production he saw part our show the... last night oh okay is is that why um bindle had had the little and he points to his eye the little twitch happening so yeah. like the thing is is bindle like, had... they like told us to protect Celan and so we made a special place to protect Celan and then the zombie showed up, and we protected Zealand, and then she yelled at us that we that we weren't being protecting enough. Okay, but the undead did attack your theater. I mean, it's not like we invite them. Your children's theater. It's not the first time. Yeah, they it, they routinely attack your children's theater, where you frequently have kids from the local orphanage visit. See, that's that's why we're trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Where is Celan now, buddy? Did you decide you wanted to fix this before or after the eye twitch thing started happening? So the thing is, is that I have to admit, it was a little bit of a, of a curiosity, you know, curiosity uh, that I had in the back of my head why it is that we kept getting attacked. But... It's become less of a curiosity and more of an important matter because now we can't have shows until we fix it. And we're so better now. I am not used <laughs> to trying to be the voice of reason. I'm usually the polar opposite of that. But I've had some very clear moments of less distraction of late ever since the Cobalts turned a thing on on the moon. Long story. Your main reason for wanting to stop the undead attacks is because you want to keep the children's theater open and not yes. because the undead keep attacking? It's yeah. a secondary, it's a secondary uh, motive. Only second place? <laughs> also, it was kind of hard because some people were really looking forward to the zombie attack. We even had one particular uh, uh, person, see it was very happy uh, of the performance. So I think it was a rousing success. Congratulations. You have managed to do something that has never occurred in any other campaign that I have been a part of. Kevin face palms. <laughs> <laughs> there are some outside influences leading to this moment to which Kevin has no control over. But at this particular moment, Kevin has the effect of having been taken with Ritalin. <sighs> this is what I get. For moving to an island mostly run by libertarians. Okay. So, here's the thing. If you want to talk to Selin and have him help you, he would probably be okay with it. But he's got that guest lecture thing going on, and 
that's going to keep him occupied until later this evening at the earliest. And from what I hear, there's an after party planned, which um, isn't going to shorten your wait time unless you can get into the party. There yeah, are, yeah. however, we have a connection there. Okay, wonderful. They told you that. My mom, mom is our, is is his assistant for the for the thing because she also does the does the dead people magic, and we've already talked about trying to figure out who's causing this with with them. Okay, but you're here trying to get someone to do a one-on-one conversation with a lich, which tells me that this is a separate investigation track, right? Yes. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to ask around. This might take a little while, but how about you do whatever cleanup you need to do at the theater? Because I imagine it's, uh, I've been through undead hacks before. I've been undead before. Don't recommend it. There's usually an odor that persists and you think you cleaned everything, but then you haven't cleaned anything. And while you're doing that, I'll find someone who's interested in helping and I'll send them your way because they probably won't want to do that here in the Enclave after um, the previous incident. I mean, nothing. Never mind. You didn't hear that. The undead rhinoceros attacked us, which also I think might be connected to everything else going on while we were in the cafeteria means nothing. That's not the incident I was talking about. No, you weren't involved in this one. Believe it or not, you were not involved in this one. But there were a few sanctions put in place. To also mention the fact that the undead rhinoceros is probably part of this. There was an undead cow. Whatever it was. I just remember it tried to stampede me while I was climbing a cupcake machine. And I believe it killed you with a laser beam. Or so you believe. It was horrible. You weren't dead. You were unconscious. Anyway, Kevin waves you off with a bit more clarity than you're used to seeing from a Kevin. And we've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? And when we return, we'll find out who Kevin sends your way. Ta-da. All right, I'm going to press some buttons. Right, we're back, more or less. And uh, you have gone back. I'm hearing my voice come back to me. Uh, Matt, it, it's because you're on the... Since you're not using a headset anymore. Oh, uh, it's coming back through the speaker. Sorry, yeah. let me turn you down. Oh, there we go. Turned down again. Yep. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> in any case, you've gone back to the theater... Um, in fact, Kevin was very correct. You thought you'd done most of the cleaning before you came in, but as you return, yeah, th- there's an odor, and it seems to have seeped into everything. Uh, uh, press the digitation. And I'm going to try and mend what I can. Okay. Uh, now, the main damage that took place was a disintegration, so mending isn't going to solve that. Well, <laughs> you, you can't find the dust. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, good. Uh, we, we just got started. So, y- you are attempting to mend things. However, there is an odor, and those who can cast prejudice, 
prestidigitation most certainly may, but here's the thing. You need to find the source of the odor to prestidigitate, and you thought you got all the bits. I understand. But you haven't found all the bits. You can prestidigitate the air around you, and that's like spraying Febreze (laughs) in every connotation of what that means. Could we perhaps use locate object to locate the source of the stench? Uh, you would have to know exactly what kind of object you're looking for. Can I find that for. out? What's that? Can I search for this for the stench? You most certainly Wait. may search for the stench. What should I roll? Give me a survival check at advantage because you've got cat-like senses. Okay, so... 21. You are finding bits and pieces that were left, but there's a significant number of them in nooks and crannies. But you're doing a very good job of finding them. There's, there's, yeah, critical knowledge three, the search for stench. <laughs> okay, that, that's inspiration, Ellie. <laughs> uh, but I'm doing my best. All right. Um, and after you've been doing this for a good half hour, it feels like, whether or not it is, is irrelevant. To Hero, it feels like it's been half an hour. Let's be honest. Uh, there is a knock at the curtain. Uh, hello? Hello. I go over and pull the curtain aside. Okay, you see a rather portly, your guess is a half-elf, because they got pointed ears, but they also have, okay, it'd be disingenuous to say they have a beard. Um, There's significant hair growing on the underside of their chin, but not evenly. They do, however, have what looks like it might be a mustache, but more facial hair than you would see on an elf that isn't mixed with human. Um... And like I said, they're, they're rather portly. And alongside them is uh, another elf who is most assuredly not portly. Actually, it looks like if one asked, dost thou even hoist, they might say, yea, verily, while they deadlifted you and yeeted you away. Friend. Hello. Would you like to come in? Hello. Certainly. Are we interrupting anything? Just a little bit of cleaning. Y- yes. So I... So I see, uh, and a significant amount of uh, precipitation, apparently. Uh, is that lavender I smell? I hope not. Cats are allergic. <laughs> it, it's an artificial scent. Mm. And gooseberries. <laughs> Thank you, Ellie. Yes, this is voice number six, maybe, for me? Although there's one voice that I will not speak of because it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> and it's my fault that I created it. Okay, well... uh Allow me to introduce myself. Uh, I'm a man of wealth and taste. No, no, sorry, wrong introduction. That's somebody else. Uh, my name is Frederick Featherwind, uh, mage and scholar at at the the Argonite Enclave. At your service. Uh, I was told that you were looking for uh, a spellcaster capable of contacting somebody in particular. Yes, uh, we're trying to find Gibraltar, or whatever the name is. <laughs> I'd expect that from Hero. <laughs> and I can only assume that this means that Hero's personality is contagious. Hero <laughs> is currently eating mac and cheese, both the player and also. I'm just Unlike assume everyone else breath. here, Hero is not phased by the smell of rotting uh, Beholder Zombie. There's mac and cheese to be eaten. Should we talk about mac and cheese for a long time? Yeah. Let's yeah! Move. I've made the reference. Let's move on. Mm. So, do you have a description for this individual. I will need a little bit more details than Gibraltar you said their name was? No, the name is Glomulero. 
Glomulero. What an odd name. Kind of rolls off the tongue, though. Glomulero. There's a, they're related to liches. I beg your pardon? Glomulero is a lich. Oh. Kevin says something about necromancy. Well, I, thought it was related I mean, to considering that you have to use some to make a lich. Fair, considering fair, that fair, they fair. keep sending undead hordes after us. I'm sure who's sending the undead hordes after us. True. We just have Frederick a... Frederick just a, blinks. And uh, why am I contacting Glomulero? Well, <laughs> we're having an issue of our productions being ruined. Now, I understand that there might have been some sort of misunderstanding that happened in the past that we're trying to get rid of. However, uh, we would like to take care of this. We can continue our productions by the graceful and Eric Bowes toward hero heroes productions. Yeah. Well, normally uh, such contact would require a one-on-one communication where I would be basically playing whisper down the alley and you would tell me what to say. I would say it. They would tell me what to say and I'd say it to you. And things get lost in translation. I do, however, have a spell I've been working on that would, in fact, uh, impart an image of this person, this lich glamulero, directly into your brain. So it would look like as if they were appearing in front of you. They wouldn't actually be here, mind you. It would all be in your heads. Well, not literally. That would be uh, skull-breaking. But it can work. However, I'm going to need to know more about this person. A picture would be ideal. I don't suppose you have yeah. an illustration. Oh, wait, I have my ABC book. Let me show you. This is the most disturbing book I've ever seen. And I've seen copies of the Necronomicon. I feel this is a common thread with, with folks. Everyone's always so surprised. Well, yes, because an un, a, a, an ABC book where each of the letters is for an undead abomination that could destroy you with a thought is kind of disturbing. That's not a children's book. (laughs) This is not rated G for everyone. I got it from the library. Remind me not to visit that library. It's the one in that place with the, with the undead invasion that we barely survived. Where are we? Actually, it it was in the cobalt warrants. Yeah. Although that library was run by another Ogmanite. Mar- Marwise is an Ogmanite, so never mind about that. It was in it was in the Marwise Library. I've actually heard of that library. They have multiple chapters, very full of knowledge. And rivals our own here in, in the Enclave, although, if I may brag, also run by a follower of Agba. With that said, I think I can manage this. Oh, uh, I, where are my manners? Uh, with me is. An associate of mine, uh, Piore. I've, I've been helping Piore out with uh, a little inconvenience. We, we've been working on it. Uh, but I need to wait for a certain thing to happen for me to cast a certain spell to do a diagnosis. And a certain thing hasn't happened yet. So we're just sticking around. In any case, uh, let's see um, if you could gather in a circle here. Yes. And I, I hope you don't mind if I put some chalk markings on the floor. That's a bit of a joke. You, 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 this place does seem to have a, a wide variety of incidents every day occurring. Uh, never mind. Uh, okay. And see in the square root of negative fish. And uh, okay. Yes. Here we go. And the spell is being cast. And what 
is going on? Why are you all here? Before you, you do, in fact, see Glomulero. He is definitely a lich. He is definitely a rotting corpse. He is dressed in some very nice-looking robes, and he's just looking around at all of you surrounding him. Wait, you're not really here. What's Sorry. going on? Sorry, I was speaking. My wife's talking to me right now. I apologize. I'll, I'll be back with you in 30 seconds. Real life comes first. You know, normally when a ragtag band of adventurers suddenly appears in front of a powerful lich, they do more than just stare at the lich. I'm Hero. I'm saying hi. Um, um, I'm so... sorry, your pusher talk wasn't activated. We've been having an issue where every time we do anything, and I mean like anything, we get attacked by like undead legions. And I think it started when we talked to your sister, and I was wondering if, like, maybe you were mad at us. You know I have attempted to kill my sister on multiple occasions. One moment. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm back. Welcome back. So, uh, Glomdera, we've been being interrupted here at this particular place that we were at by the undead. If you... Yes, the cat person with the penchant for adopting everyone with a pulse has informed me. You wouldn't happen to know any about any uh, know anything about this by any chance, would you? I can infer a few things, but if you are insinuating that I might be the cause of it, I assure you I have far better things to do than send undead against a ragtag band of adventurers. That usually ends up with said ragtag band of adventurers attempting to end your undead life and... Frankly, I don't have the spoons for that right now. Roll for insight. Go ahead. Do you want to be adopted into the family? <laughs> Nick says it sounded like you were a little jealous. <laughs> that was awesome. First of all, Nick says inspiration, followed by I, I need to roll a check. Um, so you are fairly certain that Glomulero is not, in fact, jealous. And is quite happy with the fact that saying the statement, anyone with a pulse, can be followed with, and I'm a corpse. Therefore, <laughs> I, I plead that I am exempt. <laughs> I rolled a 22 on insight. Yes. And I rolled a check, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. okay. But that, what I have said is what you are feeling like is the case. Okay. That's fine. Um, okay. So would you have any insight of what would uh, maybe who the person that is sending to us obviously you may have heard of us you know there's a significant number of necromancers on this planet right were any of them feeling a specific way due to a certain brother's specific demise i don't recall losing a sibling anytime recently okay look how many necromancers have you annoyed? <laughs> Jared looks at Healer Hero. <laughs> uh, not uh, many. No. <laughs> yeah. Or no, I didn't really keep track. <laughs> Is the number larger or smaller than one? Larger. Oh, I want to say larger. Yeah, definitely larger. Yeah, than larger. <laughs> okay. Well, at the risk of continuing to ask questions and increasing said unknown integer by a factor of one, I will continue to play 20 questions with you. Are any of these necromancers still 
on this plane of existence. I would have... Uh, mm, By the I way, the smell is getting worse. Um, ho- Hold on, I'm, I'm slightly distracted. Has anybody figured out what that smell is? It's not the just holder. rotting flesh. It almost sounds like... You know what? Did you ever decide who is cleaning Hero's litter box? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody volunteered for there, that. There were, a, there were a lot of not it's yeah. when no, that no, chore no. was brought up and put on the chore board. We could draw straws <laughs> or roll dice. Xanthus will cheat. I thought Hero was looking at it. Didn't Hero roll a, um, a check? Yeah, Here's I found thing, out though. where all the smell was coming from. No, you, you were finding bits and pieces all over the place. You were finding a lot of them, but I didn't see you found all of them yet. Oh. Yes. Hero, can you please investigate that? I shall investigate. Yes, please send the cat person somewhere else before more adoptions take place. Okay, it's getting harder to find, probably because you found so many of them so far. But you are definitely aware that there is an odor, and it is getting stronger. (sighs) I wish somebody had some Lysol spray. Anyway, you know that just covers the smell up. (laughs) It does. Anyway... My recommendation is you just go down the list of necromancers you've annoyed and find out which one needs appeasement, and then do that. Unless it's my sister, in which case, I wish you the best. Well, we can cross you off the list. Indian's person. Is it the AOL CD? Did it come back to haunt me? (laughs) The what? (laughs) It was was, uh, the other one. I forget the other one. What was the other one that had the orange orange icon on it? Uh, I forget that one was. All right, so... With uh, with the seven hands person, and then I found that thing, and when it attached to my face, I learned a deep, unknown, ancient language. I, is Hero saying this out loud? Yes. Of course she is. <laughs> they are. Glomulero is. is doing his best to not listen. I can read like an unknown, eldritch language that no one else could read. So if I could continue this conversation that, with the adults. Was that woman a necromancer, though? Yeah. But I thought we killed them. Technically, well, she we'd... wasn't a necromancer. She was or was not? Was not. Okay. You, you, it could have fooled you because she was yeah. creating um, undead, but the method that she was using to create them was not any spells she was casting. She was using something inherent to the area. Right. Isn't that we, weird like pl- place that like gave us the stew that I got my head stuck in? Well, didn't they do like weird, weird magic? Well, they were, they were yeah, doing weird but... things with the, well, I don't know what to call them. Constructs, undead, something. Yeah, and there's that weird train. Yeah, well, and then the big giant crystal. You know, this is not how I intended to spend my afternoon. So if I just say, it's my sister, go deal with her, will you believe me and let me end this phone call? (laughs) (laughs) But is it your sister? Roll for insight. (laughs) You may certainly roll for insight. Is that the banshee I talked to for hours? No, no, his sister's no. one of the lich. The lich was in my phylac- my phylactery, my my necklace. Could it be the one that was in my phylactery that we actually destroyed? I think so, because your your phylactery was actually destroyed, where ours were then imprisoned in the tower. The rest yeah. of okay, Do you think so... maybe that lich is angry at us for actually destroying its home? Well, we killed her, so, well, we didn't actually... We, we didn't kill, kill her. We didn't give her a true death. You, we just gave you, her a death. You killed her. She went to a phylactery. The next time yeah. someone took a look at the phylactery that had any ability, to, any ability to check it, they said she wasn't home. Therefore, right. she had already come back into the world from that phylactery. Right. And, what, what was her, what was her, her name? Palalia. 
So with your incredibly high insight check of 13, yeah. I will tell you that Glomulero doesn't know whether or not his sister, uh, she, whether or not it's his sister that is doing this. However, he'd be more than happy to have you believe that. Yeah, because they did not get along well. No. But that was all that was secondary. <laughs> yeah. And and what is your sister's name, my dad? Palelia. We know this. What he said. Palelia Void Bonded is the one name I have written down, along with her brother, and then Carlina the uh, Banshee. The three pieces of information that are like the NPCs of our <laughs> of our bane, as it were. Okay. So anyway, my sister's kind of a Send others to do your bidding kind of person. Send what if it... of undead <laughs> does seem like her. What if it's that weird person who showed up with Auntie Excella at night at our theater? Oh, the one with the devil tail. Yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. Well, he uh, might he be... He didn't actually have a devil tail, but he was able to set things on fire. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, uh, Excella was much more interesting than her partner. Um, Whom you haven't seen, seen in quite a while. He yeah, seemed he really seemed bitter. Hard. Yeah, he seemed angry. <laughs> he he, he well, was kind of angry. However, he 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 was hired to do a job, and he didn't do well at the job, so he had reason to be bitter. However, yeah. he didn't seem to have necromantic powers. No, he just anyway. he was. I thought he was a uh, either a sorcerer or an uh, evoker, if something along that lines. Anyway, what you know how you told me you were getting repeated attacks from the undead. That sounds like your sister's, as you said, her, she's prefers, she prefers to send others to do her bidding. And in particular, she's, well, the last attack had a shadow that particularly attacked me. And after all, I was the one who dealt the blow, which ended her existence on this plane, at least temporarily. Yes, so that's a wonderful bit of information you have. Uh, also, it looks like you're in the middle of another attack. Looks like you got your hands full. Don't call me again. Love you. Bye. And he disappears. What do you mean in the middle of another attack? Uh, you know how first... I said that smell kept getting worse? There's something seeping through the floor. Oh, there's the smell. Yes. And by sleeping through... The, uh, sleeping, yeah. By seeping through the floor, it is... Um, there, there is an ooze, but then solid bits are pushing up the floorboards to, to break through. But it's mostly a gunk. Wrapped I'm around to say no. a somewhat liquefied corpse. And, oh, look, that's happening over there, too. And, uh, yep, there's a little bit more over here. And, uh, well, that's coming through a doorway, so they probably came up over there somewhere. And they all smell like they crawled through the sewer to get here. Which is fun! Try to find. And let's see all these wonderful rolls for initiative. Nick's got a 19. And they still have that thing where when I click to type in the initiative, my game log disappears. So I have to click on it again because that makes sense. Jaren got a 19. Healer's not going first. It's a tie. And uh, Xanthus got an 11. And it looks like Hero got a 6. Oh, wait. But here's the thing. Hero has healing spells. It's true. Yes, so we can still see the the healer's going last. Because everyone knows that Jaren doesn't heal as a primary thing. Unless mind control. The ranger's the best healer. I, I, the best defense is a good offense. You know who said that? Jaren. I mean, that too. <laughs> Thank you, Ellie. You already have inspiration. Ellie got the line. Mel, the cook on Alice. And I'm looking for Peori's... There it is. Peori got an 18. And everyone else is an NPC, so I can do that initiative roll in one click. 
Let's start this battle. All right, Nix and Jaren are going first. Um, uh, go, go ahead, Nix. All right, I'm going to cast haste on Jaren and try to move away from these spots if I can get away from where it's coming up from the floor. Okay. A wise decision. I will say none of them are coming up close enough that you're invoking an attack of opportunity. I'm not doing that to you again. All right. Also, none of these is large enough to look like they'd swallow you whole. They're medium size. Oh, that's good. They were probably human at one point. All right. So, Jaren, you've been hasted. Uh, As we should be. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, let's start off with a a bonus bonus action. Uh, At one of these, how many many are there at this particular moment, if you don't mind me asking? Um, You see six right now. Okay. But two of them, hold on, let me double check. Yeah, you see six right now, but two of them came through doorways, so it's possible there's more that you don't see, but you currently see six. All right, so uh, whatever which one is closer to me, let's go ahead and cast uh, first level. Um, where did I where did that go? Uh, let's do a what? Son of a gun! You just had it in front of me. Sorry, I had the spell right in front of me. Now it's gone. You cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't. It was there. I don't know what I did with it. Um, let's go ahead and cast a. Uh, 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 let's go ahead and cast a Searing Smite with my mace. I know the cleric's gone paladin. So we'll do the initial hit first. Now, does Searing Smite turn your weapon into a magical weapon? It doesn't really say. Which means it does not. However, a twenty-five will hit. We're, okay. we're keeping the theme of not rolling below a 20 for most things tonight. Okay, that's four points of bludgeoning damage. Mm, I see. And we'll do the Searing Smite. Um, con save, 15? No, that's a five. Ah, crap. Okay, eight points of damage from the Searing Smite. It now smells like burning sewage in here. Delicious and environmentally friendly. And I would like to um, cast a magical weapon on my mace. Okay. What a wonderful smell you've discovered. Wait a minute. Searing Smite, was that a bonus action? That was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you attacked. That's an action. Correct. So how are you able to cast... Oh, wait, you've been hasted. That's right. Yes, right. And that's all for now. Okay. That's all. For now. For now. <sighs> Pure. Help us out here. <laughs> Fred didn't say it's hitting vacation. <laughs> And Piore draws an enormous greatsword with what are suddenly very, very sharp claws and leaps at one of the undead. Okay. Uh, 15 to hit. That will hit. And a 25 to hit. That will also hit. Did you rage, by the way? Yes, I did. Okay. I assumed you, you were inferring that by pointing out that you had very, very sharp claws. Yes. Uh, 13, 9, 2, and 2. So uh, 22, 24, 26. All right, you've bloodied one of them. Neat. It's almost as bad as the the one that smells like burning. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, Xanthus. Okay, here we go. Not food. Don't eat. <laughs> is he telling me, or is he... <laughs> She's just saying it to the room at large. Oh, okay. Not food, don't eat. Good to know. I mean, historically, we've established that there is a baby mimic that sometimes needs to be told things are food or not food. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, this is your turn. Yes, I am looking over my spell list momentarily. Uh, da, 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 da. What's that one? Oh, no, we don't want that. 
You cast right, so, Zone of Truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to duplicate Eric here. Uh, we're going to bonus action Branding Smite. And I'm going to try to swing my magical sword at a one of the undead minions that is now attacking my house. Oh, wait. That's right. You have a magical sword. I do. And more importantly, it does not like undead very much. But wrong tab. Go over there, please. There we go. Okay. First swing. A total of 17. That will hit. Okay. If it is undead, it will take extra damage. I assume it is. I think it it's is. safe to say it is. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to roll the damage for our beautiful bean footage first. There's the sword. 11 points. And, oh, that was a good roll. Uh, then we're going to add the 1d10 extra damage for my sword's anathema, as it were. There's another six. And then we're going to add the branding smite. Oh, second level pH. It is a fire. It's branding smite's fire damage. All right. So there we go. So 13, 11 for a total of 24. That's the first swing. Okay. You've bloodied it on the first swing. There we go. Well, let's see if we can finish the job on swing number two. So that's a nat one. So no. <laughs> <laughs> so you to perceive the zombie that you just take. Yep. Whoop. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so we'll, we'll wait till next round. <laughs> okay. I'm pacing myself, Sergeant. Oh, I accidentally clicked something. That was not meant to be. Okay. Ignore that. So um, it's their turn because they're all going at initiative 10. Not me. No. <sighs> things things get worse. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, so you went and attacked one, which means it's a melee range of you. It decides not to hit you with a slam attack. Instead, it vomits on you. Who is you in this? Xanthus. Xanthus. <laughs> um, so I need to roll 2d6. Oh, that's lovely. 11 undead leeches are now attached to you. Lovely. Yes. Uh, You're going to take one point of damage from each of them at the start of your your turn. Okay. Uh, But not yet because it's not the start of your turn. But they they are attaching and attempting to to suck your blood out. This is bad. Does Curabons include leeches? Um... Unfortunately, in this particular case, according to the the staff lock, it does not. However, characters can use an action to scrape off 1d3 leeches as an action from themselves or an adjacent ally. Would my Uh, magic potion heal leeches? No. Um, But that was the first of them. The rest of them are attempting dogpile on the tiefling. Bring it on. We that may be channeling divinity. A, a 22 to hit. That will hit. 12 points of damage. All right. We, we will then invoke my hellish rebuke. Oh, but wait. That's one of the ones that was bloodied. Yeah. We'll give that a shot here. He must make a dick save of DC 15. That's a three. Okay. So that's a no. Much like Xanthus' perception rolls. And that will be 22 points of fire damage. How <laughs> do you want to do this? Oh, yeah. We'll just let it burn and incinerate to ash because he is angry at these leeches. Okay. Uh, so now it's the the next one on the list. Uh, they're only each of the they're low enough CR that they only get one attack each. Uh, this one has also rolled a 22 to hit. It will hit. And that's another 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the next one... Um, runs past Piore to get to you. Piore, would you like to invoke an attack of opportunity? Has anyone ever said no? (laughs) Yes, actually, because that costs your reaction. Yes, and you only get one of those. 
Yes. And if you have a reaction that does a lot worse than an attack, like, say, Hellish Rebuke. Yep. Okay, a 28 is going to hit. <laughs> uh, total of 20 damage. Okay. Not bloodied, but not feeling good. There we go. Uh, but now it's their turn to take a swing at Xanthus, specifically. They like you. They really like you. And that's a 24. Okay. Another 12 points. Another 12 points. And the penultimate one gets a 9. There's that too one. many other zombies in the way. It's trying to get a swing at you, but it has to like reach around the other ones that are there. It, darn it, darn it. Yeah. The, the, there's a little device over to the side where you pull on it and it, it gives you a number. <laughs> now serving. Yes. Now serving five. number 96. <laughs> now serving and it's an imaginary number. Yeah. And the last of the ones that are here got a nat 20. Uh, so that's going to be 48 plus 3. Not 48. Yeah. Four. Plus, maximum of 35. Okay. So that's going to be 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. There we go. Okay. I'm hurt. I imagine so. Uh, Nexus are not appearing in this film. Uh, followed by Fe- Frederick. And Frederick is going to say, Hmm, yes, I specialize in mind magics and, and uh, altering mental states. And uh, frankly, there's not much here to work with. I, I, I admit I've, I'm at an impasse. I'm going to just uh, hang out back here and, and root for you. I, I think... I think that's an ideal thing. Uh, and actually, what he does is he casts mage armor on himself. Howard. Look, if, if you were fighting anything that had a brain, he'd be very useful. Maybe. This is not one of those times. Hero, it is now your turn. First of all, I'd like to just state for the class that we are going against my favorite enemies. I just want to say that. Okay. There's five of them still standing, one of which is bloodied, three of which are injured bad is uh is our healer quote unquote the healer is fine he was taking no damage whatsoever the paladin on the other hand your tank on the other hand (laughs) what's tank doing tank is getting eaten alive by leeches or will be as soon as his turn comes around again when i move around how far away am i from these these uh critters well you were off hunting undead beholder bits so you're over to the side yeah. I'd like to use a bonus action to cast a healing spirit. Okay. To, you know, where uh, where Paladin is, where Father is. Okay. Uh, so I, I cast it right on top of where Father is. So there's a five-foot cube, and it cannot heal undead things, so it doesn't matter how many people I do. <laughs> Campus is bathed is? in the healing spirit's warm, glowing, warming glow. Yay. So I just healed four, four HP, and then you could get healed... Uh, two more times. All right, so I've been healed four hit points. Yes. Okay. Every little bit helps. Yes, it will. And you can get healed two more times. It'll st- it'll, it'll be there. Okay. Uh, okay. Before your action. Yeah, that's a bonus action. Yeah. So now for your action. Now I would like to do what I do best. Pew pew. Okay, so does a twenty nine hit? I'll give it to you this time because it's late and you're tired. I'd like to attack. One of the not bleeding ones. So I feel, I, I somehow feel good about this for some horrible reason. Actually, no. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go after one of the not bleedy ones. Okay. And then plus. So that's eight have? points of damage to start. I remember everything. Oh, that's right. Because it's your first attack and it's your favorite enemy. So it's all the dice. 
I know there's like a, a D8 that you roll because it's your first t- attack. That's actually my second attack. I get a D8. Whenever it doesn't have full HP, I get an extra D8. Oh, okay. Oh, usually I'm using my Zephyr Strike, which adds a D8. That's why I was confused. But today I decided to heal because someone else wouldn't. Well, someone else hasn't had their turn go since someone took damage. Because the healer went first. Sorry, the cleric went first. (laughs) This cleric is DPS. 2 is a 15. Does a 15 hit? Uh, The 15 will also hit. Okay, that's another 8 points of damage. Followed by another 2 points of damage. Yes. Okay. Not bloodied, but not pleasant. Anything else? Things. I kind of like where I'm not in the middle of things. Kind of a jam. Okay. Um, so it's Bell's turn. They bite an ankle. They attempt to bite an ankle. That's a seven. And now we're back up to the top of the initiative. Jaren. Um, let's see. The paladin is damaged. So let's go ahead and use uh, cure wounds on the paladin. Okay. And the paladin is going to take a lot of damage at the start of his turn. <laughs> 15. 15 okay. is good. How many liches, leeches Eleven. rather did, did I say were on you? 11. 11, yes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, it will hurt less now. <laughs> so, what was it? Um, bum, bum, but um, Got to move all the well, dice. I'm, I'm trying to see. Uh, Okay, so let me let me get a scope of the room if you don't let me have. Uh, Can you get another D six? There are there are five zombies doing a dog pile on the paladin. Everyone else is scattered around the zombies. So imagine, if you will, the various circles of hell. On the far outer ring, you have Hero hanging out, being chill. The next ring in, you have most of the party. The next ring in is all the zombies, and in the center, in the, the the lowest circle of hell, you have Xanthus. The paladin. In hell. <laughs> I think there's some artwork for that. I believe there is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, okay, so in front of me, um, if the paladin is okay, I might do something. That's I am not of, blooded anymore. That is I'm kind not, of crazy? Yeah, I'm not blooded. Well, well, after this, you might be. Okay. <laughs> what a wonderful thing to hear from the cleric. Please continue. Uh, yes. Heal at the beginning of your turn for one well, six days. Well, I will. I will at least. I am at least resistant to fire. So okay. Well, fire. Wall, wall of fire is going to be coming here shortly. Oh. In your theater. <laughs> See, I, I've been holding back on fire damage because I didn't want to burn down our theater. But I'm not in charge here. <laughs> I feel we can rebuild. Okay. Make it better. Um, in, in front, I'm going to try and get as much in front of me as possible. And if I get any of you, I apologize, but I'm going to go ahead and cast wall of fire towards as many of them as possible. I will say that they're bunched up enough that you can get all of them, but no matter what, you will also hit Xanthus. Xanthus. I'm okay with you. that. Okay. No problem. Uh, thumbs up because I'm like, I'm resistant to fire and I might make the save. It, here's the thing. Imagine if you will, the end of Terminator two, where, Arnold gives the thumbs up. This is Xanthus yep. slowly sinking into the pile of zombies yeah. <laughs> that are all on fire. Please, please, please tell me what I need to roll for this wall of fire. 15 dexterity. I'm going to do one save for all of them because it's late. Wait, that's I the saved. mimic. I saved. I rolled for the mimic. <laughs> um, so that's a three. So I saved. So I will take half damage on top of half damage. Well, quarter damage. Yes. Um, so Jaren... Give me a perception check. All right, so that is uh, 
half of that is eight. Half of that again is four. All right. That's a 23. That is a very non-Xanthus roll. So I'm going to say, with your perception check of 23, you are able to angle the wall of fire so that it does not hit your adopted mimic. Gotcha. Because I believe you rolled a 17 for damage. I did. That would have one-shot the mimic. <laughs> the whole... And I, hopefully I got as much of those things off Xanthus as possible. Um, let's see. So that's 17 uh, uh, damage to each of them. I got to type this in. I don't it know if that... kill any of them. I don't know. If, I think he's talking about also maybe the leeches, but I don't know if they'll I, I count. know he's talking about the leeches. Yeah. Ooh, that's... And you know what? According to this, leeches are actually considered the same entity as the zombie, so it doesn't give separate directions for how to kill them. Uh, but I'm going to say it doesn't make a lot of sense to say you are bathed in a literal wall of fire. The little undead leeches are fine. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me, so I'm going to err on the side of physics when talking about undead monstrosities. I'm sure this all makes sense. As, as a fellow DM, I get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the leeches are gone, hey. and um, there's one of them that isn't bloodied. The rest are, but there's still five standing. Okay. Oh, here comes another wall of fire. He is hasty. Wait a minute. Wall of fire, isn't that a concentration spell? Yes, but you don't... Uh, if you if you cast another concentration spell, the original spell goes down. This is the wall of fire equivalent of moonfire spam. <laughs> Team dexterity. Let's see if I make this one. That's a nat one. <laughs> and there's a 17 for a 21. I will take one quarter damage. 32! You know when they say, this will hurt you a lot more than it does me? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jaren... How you do know, you want to do this? The rage uh, of... talked about this. The rage of Tyre. <laughs> the rage that he feels right now because all of the enemies, he wants to destroy everything and send a message. Tyre is giving him his this this power and he's he's using it and he's smiling while the bolts of fire are coming out of his hands. Forge cleric. <laughs> okay, I found a gif of the outside of the theater. <laughs> so you wipe these zombies off the face of the planet there is not even a hint of odor afterwards there, there's there is no evidence the zombies were ever here <laughs> however there is now um a significant portion of your home that is also gone uh, we can as, blame the beholder <laughs> no no the wall of fire was angled so that it didn't actually go through the spot that Hero repaired. Right. Of course. <laughs> and I'm using air quotes when I say repaired. <laughs> repaired, yeah. So this, this goes to either side. Um, at least two of your rooms are gone. Good news, you won't need to change the litter box. It's just a from new. That problem has been cleansed with fire, which, let's face it, it was for the best. But also, I'd like to say that Hero is very proud. They can rebuild from their work. Yes. <laughs> so long as the foundation is intact. Actually, no. No, your wall of fire rolled high enough damage. The foundation is melted. The foundation, it's gone. It's gone. Um, and somewhere on the moon, there's a cobalt the telescope going, what was that? There's a bright, bright flash happening down there. That's oh, gone. Probably nothing important. And property values went down to negative... I don't know, some incredibly obscene number. Wow. I'm the body. 
five, six, six, seven, eight. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So you can I think... from the orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but if it's supposed to be done from orbit, and yeah. you do that from the surface, right? We're at ground zero. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, yes. thankfully, Xanthus's tea filling heritage came in handy. Oh yeah, Xanthus Z- is still there, giving the thumbs up. Everything yeah, but, else is all gone. right. We good? He actually, with my both my saves and resistance, I took less damage than he healed earlier. He healed for <laughs> total of twelve, so I'm still net up three. And, and you know what? I think one this is a perfect spot. Yeah, one d six in my next turn. Okay, so you get five points of healing damage. <laughs> I think this is the perfect spot in which to end it. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, wor- we'll worry about the aftermath later. That is future use problem. <laughs> we have lots of those. <laughs> poking, poking disconsolately at a zombie, a charred zombie hand with the tip of her sword. <laughs> Jaren and Eric are smiling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then thank you, everyone, for playing. Not have any leeches on him. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Tonight was... A lot of fun. Uh, my name is Crash. I've been in your DM for the evening. I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, April, Matt, Millie, and Eric. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? Talkie web. Alec.xyz. You go there. I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash magicalmillie. Matt's brother-in-law writes books. You can get those at nogodsbeforeus.com. A new one that. is in the works. The new one is in the works. I'm waiting for the edits. We're waiting to do the edits. <laughs> And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janetalock, Mickey, Shanchen, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying... Heading vacation. That's better than what I had. Good night, everybody. Bye! <laughs>